Today in Agronomy on KFILAM AM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. It's October 14th, 2020, and this is episode 44, Allie. Um, what can we say? So, I mean, harvest is probably, I guess in my career in Southeast Minnesota, probably has been taking place at a record clip. Uh, great stretch of weather there. However, at the weather alley, um, you know, beans got a little dry and that was probably the story of uh, kind of the last week. Yeah. And I think, like you said, pretty fast and furious pace here, which was good to see just because some of these beans, they were getting a little bit dry on us. So it was, it made me feel a little bit better knowing that before we had some of this rain that came through earlier this week, that for the most part, a lot of those beans that were drier were out of the field. You know, we don't want to put those through too many rinse and dry cycles. Um, In general, just general observations from the soybean crop as we kind of get closer to a wrap up here. I think pleasantly surprised has been the word that I keep associating with the soybean crop that we've taken off this year. Um, It's just been really nice to see. I think, you know, it is interesting. We look at a really hot and dry year here. So I think that's why some of these yields are maybe surprising us a little bit more. But like we've mentioned on past shows, I think those rains at the the end of August, though a little bit later, certainly contributed to weight of grain. What, What would your take be? Yeah, I, I say uh, just very similar. It, um, you know, I think we're all concerned that the lack of rain in August was, was going to, you know, possibly hurt the beans more than the corn and uh, really doesn't seem to be the case. And, um, you know, despite the beans getting really dry, I, I was surprised, you know, um, the harvest equipment, you know, the field loss still wasn't too bad. I hate taking those really dry beans and losing that, just that moisture weight, but but infield loss was very manageable, which was great. But yeah, it, um I'd say just across the board, um, yeah, just really happy. Um, a pretty healthy crop overall, not a lot of white mold. Uh, there was some SDS, but I don't think either of those diseases were majorly yield limiting like they commonly are in Southeast Minnesota. Um, the charcoal rot thing and that whole stem anthracnose complex was probably the only disease that maybe held us back a little bit. Um, but, you know, but with that said, Allie, you know, I still don't know if we reached the max potential this crop. I do think a little bit more moisture in August. I think it, it really could have been uh, really quite something. However, Allie, if we pair that uh, kind of to historics, you know, we run a lot of replicated sets in Southeast Minnesota. We, we talk about these, these trials. We do Allie in the off season a lot. And looking back through the archives here, you know, 2016, um, our replicated soybean uh, plot set in Southeast Minnesota averaged 69.8. And Allie, if we kind of you know, this year it's kind of unique. We got a split set. We have a Rounder 42 Extend set along with an Enlist E3 set. Um, but if things continue, I know you've been uh, running the books on the bean data this year. If things continue, I think we're going to be knocking on the door of that, uh, maybe setting a, a new high. Yeah, I think we can. I mean, on the Enlist side, we're hovering around that 70 and same tune on the Extend side of things. So the one thing that I do find interesting, so you mentioned back in 2016, we were at 69.8 bushel average across our set. And this year we're, you know, closer to seven. So I'm thinking we can set a record here as we push towards the end. But so 2016, you said was warm and wet. And so then it's just interesting this year that we're hot and dry. So, you know, some differences in how we finish that crop, but um, just, I think, just interesting to point out more than anything. Yeah, and, and I, if I think back to 2016, we were really concerned how wet it was that, all oh, white mold's going to just be bad and bad, but it was real, the GDU accumulation that August was extremely high, and at that point in time where, you know, that had been, you know, probably seven bushel better than our, our previous high, I mean, it was so far out there, like, oh, obviously the recipe for beans is is good August rain, and then, 
you know, fast forward four years, Hallie, and now we're kind of, we had the opposite August and it looks like we're going to maybe, may top that out. And, and just to show a historical trend, um, you know, in 2015, this set average 62.9, 16, it went to 69.8, 17, 60.4, 18.64.3. A year ago, it was 61.5. So Hallie, it looks like we could end 10 bushel average above last year, which one year to the next, that's a huge improvement. And obviously um, one that's a pleasant surprise and um, yeah, really helping, um, helping our growers across the area, having these good yields across the board. Yeah, really nice to see. And I think it definitely puts this year into perspective when you pair it back to last year being, you know, almost 10 bushels better this year, plus pairing that with, like you said, I still think there were some bushels left on the table due to being as dry as we were in August. So really interesting when you start to pair those numbers. Um, I think we did just want to, I think it's important just to focus on, we had a lot of questions coming into harvest, obviously a lot of traits available in the marketplace currently. And we were maybe questioning, you know, can some of these newer traits like enlist, some folks wanted to associate the word, you know, maybe yield drag with those. And, and as we've had these full sets coming out across the board, we can say with, with confidence, I, I really think that's kind of a, a mute point. What's your take on that? Yeah, it looks like, you know, and we're not quite done yet. So these are just looking at kind of where we're at. It looks like Roundup to Ready to Extend is going to finish around 71. It looks like Enlist is going to finish around 70. Um, so we're talking about about a bushel, um, you know, really hard. You know, the maturity range was a little bit different in each set. So we may have to kind of maybe pull that down a little bit and look at like maturities before we do a complete comparison. But there's really not going to be a, a big difference. And and obviously the weed control system and the, the ease of use of Enlist is going to be attractive. And I think that's a question uh, a lot of growers are going to have as we get wrapped up with harvest is really curious how that how that lined up and uh, so far so good. And, you know, the other thing, Ellie, we talked briefly about this last week before we get into break here, um, you know, big yields, big fertilizer removal, uh, potash is cheap. I'm encouraging every grower to maybe whatever you are going to spread this year, maybe take an extra bushel, bushel, half of that big bean crop, uh, buy a little more potash to make sure we're putting enough out there and uh, to set up uh, the 2021 crop as well. And as we come on a break, we'll talk corn and um, we'll just move on from there. <music> 